Hi, and welcome to the Slush Podcast. As you probably know, Slush is the world's leading startup event. You're about to hear an interview conducted at Slush 2017 on the Founder Studio stage where the biggest names in tech sit down for an intimate Q&A. Vishal Vashish is a former executive at Patagonia and now managing director of Obvious Ventures. He wants to invest in companies that are sustainable on three levels, economically, ecologically and socially. He was interviewed by Kalle Freese. Thank you, everyone. I know it's been a long day. We, I think we're the last ones to go today, so let's make it fun. Okay. Okay. So, Vishal, um, quickly about my background. So, I, I moved to San Francisco a couple of years ago to start a company called Sudden Coffee, which makes instant coffee that tastes really good. And we've raised a, a bunch of money, and my co-founder actually pitched Vishal uh, some time ago, uh, which is a, a, a fun sort of coincidence. And... But to start off, um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your background. You work in Patagonia, and then how did you become an investor in the end? Yeah, um, so I have, I have a, a polymer science background, uh, and um, I ended up, uh, um, the cornerstone of my career was helping build Patagonia, which is an outdoor lifestyle brand. Um, I was part of the executive team, and we saw a great rise of that company from a very small company to a transformative brand. Um, and, and the company left a huge impression on me on how do you build great, great brand, great company, great culture, uh, great product, uh, and um, amazing financial performance over the years. Um, with that as a background, um, I wanted to build more of those kind of companies. And so I ended up um, getting into the investment world where the CEO of Patagonia and I uh, ended up joining a firm called Revolution, uh, started by Steve Case. So that was my first entree into the world of investments. And we made investments in companies like Zipcar, uh, which became a big uh, big uh, business, went public, got sold to Avis. Um, I'm also a fellow at Aspen Institute, um, where I was thinking about this whole hypothesis that how can businesses solve big problems and can that be an investable idea uh, and and a fund got backed by Soros, Omidyar and Google and I was investing in emerging markets um, and, and did investments in health, education, ag and food, financial services ended up doing really well um, and uh, and so in my mind I you know like the hypothesis got proven that you can make money while solving interesting problems uh, and um, didn't want to kind of just focus on emerging markets uh, so ended up then uh, co-founding obvious ventures with ev uh, and james who are my my two uh, co-founders very cool and so patagonia is is the de facto clothing brand in in silicon valley pretty much and one of my favorites uh, for the for the for the clothes and for the philosophy behind it now, the theme for this year's Slash is, is Call for Solvers. And like many of you here at Slash, I'm a 26-year-old uh, entrepreneur slash student. And I want to make a, a, a big impact with whatever I want to do and, and solve those large problems. So where would you recommend I, I'd start from? So maybe the best thing would be for me to kind of share our 
the thesis at obvious and paint a picture of kind of companies we have invested in and why we have invested in it. So that kind of provides uh, uh, an idea for uh, the next generation entrepreneurs, like, hey, where should they go? Um, I think I, I'm going to kind of talk about two things, right? Like, uh, uh, one is this, like, belief uh, which we have at, at uh, obvious uh, that the most valuable and impactful companies of our times uh, would be companies which are solving the biggest challenges of humanity. So that's the reason why we we exist. Um, and and companies which are building or entrepreneurs who are building um, disruptive solutions to solve these big problems um, and reimagining different industries to to move those industries forward in positive ways are is what we want to focus as a firm and we we call those kind of entrepreneurs world positive entrepreneurs and those uh, companies as world positive companies so we've coined that word uh, internally the manifestation of that is uh, is in uh, we make investments in three different buckets um, bucket number one is reimagining resource intensive industries as, uh, where we invest in uh, as an example we have invested in a, in a theme around electrification of everything. Uh, so one of the companies is a company called Proterra, which is building an electric bus. Like think about Tesla for municipal markets. Um, uh, another company, which is a, uh, our only European company, which we have invested uh, with Atomico and us, we invested, uh, is a company called Lilium, which is a VTOL company. Um, again, electrif ele electrification uh, un under the electrification theme. Uh, second area for us uh, in, in resources uh, is to how, uh, how do you kind of build new resources in a much more environmentally friendly way. Uh, so one of our companies we have invested in is a company called Diamond Foundry, uh, which is building gem quality diamonds in a lab uh, as a way to disrupt mining industry. So these are three, four carat diamonds, um, which, uh, which are identical. Um, another company in that same theme is Zymergen, uh, which is using computational biology as a way to create microbes, uh, which can be, uh, you know, you can use those microbes to develop biological-based products, right? Like, um, so that gives you an idea of what we have done in resource theme, which is our bucket one. Uh, the other areas in this theme which we are interested in is digitization of manufacturing or digitization of supply chain as a way to kind of reduce a lot of a uh, lot of um, waste which happens and also bring manufacturing closer to where consumption uh, happens so so that's that's one theme the second bucket is uh, is health and food uh, future of food future of health in future of uh, health uh, we backed um, one company who was a local finnish uh, American entrepreneur. Uh, his name is Sami Inkinen. Uh, he's uh, had built Trulia uh, before. Now he's building a company called Verta Health, which is reversing type two diabetes. Uh, so that's, that's 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 a pretty interesting transformative company. In in uh, in health, we've also invested in a company called Recursion Pharma, uh, which uh, uh, which is uh, uh, a machine vision company, uh, which uh, uh, matches molecules with rare like uh, molecules with um, uh, disease cells 
to uh, like if you are able to kind of reverse those disease cells and make them healthy through a machine vision application, then you start an IND process and and become a pharma company uh, after that, or uh, take it to uh, to stage one, two, and three. Uh, future of food, we are investors in uh, a theme called uh, plant-based proteins. So we are investors in a company called Beyond Meat. Um, we we believe like. Protein consumption is going to go through roof as 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 you know uh, um, uh, as um, as people have more income. Uh, so we, uh, that's a theme which we are investing in. So that's our second bucket, and our third bucket is uh, is future uh, is is what we call uh, people power, where we invest in future of work, future of money, and future of learning. Uh, so future of work, we are investors in a company called Gusto, which is one of the fastest growing companies uh, in Valley. Uh, this is focused uh, HR, payroll, tech stack, focused on SMBs. The whole idea is to provide the same quality of software, which only large companies uh, got. Now you're providing it to the little guy. Um, in future of finance, uh, one of the companies we've backed is Eric Reese's new company. Eric Reese started the whole lean startup movement, uh, and his new company is building a new stock exchange uh, to go after NASDAQ. Uh, and um, and he, uh, the whole idea behind it is uh, how do you kind of bring long-termism into the stock markets? Um, and in future of learning, I think we've invested in a, in a company called Magic Leap, uh, which is a uh, augmented reality company, uh, and 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 they uh, are thinking about how can augmented reality kind of change the way education will be delivered in the future. So, so that gives you like uh, as an entrepreneur, you know, the kind of ideas and companies and problems which we are interested in as a firm. That's amazing. And and what if um, what if you're someone who's not necessarily ready to start uh, ready to start a company quite yet, uh, but w would want to work on some of these problems? Like, wh what would you recommend people study or, or go go to work at? Sh should I go to work at a at a startup or a like a bigger corporation? Uh, if you want to sort of take the path of becoming an entrepreneur at some point. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, a very personal question as a as a as a person like. I think the thing is the key thing is you have to find what makes you happy, uh, what drives you, uh, what is the world you want to see personally, uh, and what would make you get out of bed every morning excited, uh, and 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 put yourself in that journey, right? Like that's one thing. And the second is a discovery. If you are motivated. Uh, uh, then uh, about kind of finding what is the problem which kind of excites you uh, is is to really understand what is happening in the world of human health or or food or uh, or um, you know resource intensive industries or uh, you know a lot of sectors are going to get reimagined or you know with the use of technology and innovation and put your heart and mind and uh, and soul there and and to reimagine those markets for better sure and there's been a lot of uh, uh, sort of discussion about um, values-based leadership and, and sort of the bad corporate governance in many companies in, in Silicon Valley and the sort of unacceptable behavior and, and um, disparity of, 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 of men and women. Um, what are some of the sort of most critical things that, that you'd want to see change? I think we, uh, Patagonia kind of really helped shape my thinking about uh, how do you build build a great institution? 
and 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 the most critical thing about building a great institution is is leadership and and leadership which has strong moral compass uh, and and having a strong moral compass on what is right and what is wrong uh, should come from the top but also should come from like as a key uh, reason of hiring the right people right like uh, and 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 so to me um, i think right now we are going through this in silicon valley like uh, some of these issues uh, which which uh, valley has to uh, you know uh, uh, figure out like hey how do you uh, use technology for things which are uh, you know big problems how do you change cultures uh, which are which are built uh, from from a more values perspective um, and actually obvious is getting more and more involved in that kind of area all right i think we can open it up to audience questions so if you have a question, can you please raise your hand and we'll get you a catch box so we can hear you. Hi, first of all, um, I wanted to say how much I admire Patagonia and the values that stand behind the Patagonia. And I have a question around whether currently on your previous experience you've ever encountered any startups that would deal with the deforestation problems or any problems related with the environment. Why well, I'm asking this because Patagonia, I know, has invested quite a lot into establishing the parks in Patagonia, actually. And and um, yeah, so this is the question on around the environmental issues from the different angle in terms of the deforestation and animal protection. Yeah, I, I don't think I have looked at that world from a venture perspective, uh, the problem of uh, deforestation. I think we've looked at from a perspective of how do you uh, create uh, or how do you invest in consumer brands uh, where they have ethical sourcing practices, uh, but we've not gone into kind of the real asset business of uh, how do you maintain f uh, forests uh, in, a, in a way that you manage them much more responsibly. Like that's a very capital intensive business, so, like, so we've not looked at as, as a venture fund. Right. Do we have more questions? We got one there. What is the venture you're most enthusiastic about right now? One that you've invested in? Um, I think we, it's very hard to choose your baby, right? Like so, like all kids are are, are you, is is what you love. So I'll I'll talk about two things which I'm excited about uh, um, investing. Uh, one of the things which I was talking about uh, was. Uh, I think one of the things that which I'm excited about is like how can you reimagine the corporate structure? Uh, is there a way uh, to use blockchain uh, as a model uh, to create network-based economies? So think about open source movement meets tokenization, uh, and is there a way that whoever interacts with the network? Is also able to kind of create value for themselves, or or helps build the network is able to kind of create value for themselves. So that's kind of one area which I'm excited about to explore, um, because uh, inclusion is a huge problem. Or in the U.S., we are facing, uh, you know, have and have nots, and the differences have been growing uh, a, a lot. Uh, second area of interest for me is. Um, how can kind of exponential kind of new technologies like AI or robotics um, or sensors uh, enable kind of make uh, um, humans transform humans to superhumans? So, so you are able to uh, use these technologies to augment yourself to do amazing work, 
and 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 be the best you could be you know so so those kind of two areas uh, which are exciting great more questions now is your chance uh, it was very fascinating this uh, idea of uh, what you just said uh, I just uh, would like to hear more about uh, where to get information about this blockchain and uh, and how to use it in this context uh, of uh, uh, bringing value to uh, individuals I guess the question was like if you're interested in, in f learning more about this potential corporate structure or a way of creating value uh, through a network how 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 should you go about doing that yes how to how to even uh, get uh, better uh, information about this? So, uh, if you could just elaborate a little right, bit right. more, thank you. I think, uh, to to be very honest, like we are also learning as as uh, as you guys would be learning. I think it's such a new idea. Like uh, uh, Bitcoin has existed for a while. Blockchain applications in in uh, in a more closed environment have existed for for some time, but but combination of how do you take principles of economy? How do you build an economy? Uh, what are the macroeconomic rules? Uh, how do you engage people? How do you create standards to, for that engagement? How do you, how do you uh, reward? Uh, and, and that's such a new concept that most of people are still trying to understand what it is. Uh, so, uh, but but it's fascinating, right? Like it's fascinating that I think uh, what we have seen from an economy economy perspective, we've seen U.S. and U.S. dollars, and uh, and and how does the Fed like set up everything? Uh, but nobody has thought about cross-border economies on say creating the biggest health data network, right? Like that has not existed or created like the most like an economy around. Uh, like a certain kind of a supply chain, right? Like, so this is, is a very fascinating topic. Uh, on on and 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 in next five years, um, you know, one of the things which which I'm sensing <laughs> right now is wherever you go in 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 Bay Area, um, I, I feel like it's 1990s uh, because uh, all the PhDs from Stanford and Berkeley and everybody's like putting their mind into this topic. Uh, and and everybody wants to start a company in this, uh, so so a lot of smart people are jumping into into that world. You know. So, um, what do you think you would do if you weren't a VC? Um, meditate. <laughs> are those mutually exclusive, or would you just do do that a lot? I, I think uh, I think uh, we. You know, VCs have to meditate a lot too because I think uh, we have moved as a as a firm. We used to be in Soma in San Francisco, which is where a lot of the action is. And inspired by Warren Buffett, uh, like I'm like, hey, this guy has built this amazing firm in Nebraska, uh, and and didn't live in Wall Street. Uh, you know, like so we moved to Presidio, which is like very green and like it's at the side of uh, San Francisco. And and so we're trying to kind of you know, I'm trying to live what I've, you know, meditate daily. Um, right, yeah. Right. Uh, which all of you should probably do as a lot of private health benefits. Now, uh, if you had a, let's imagine you had a magic wand and, and you, could, you could wave that wand and change one thing about uh, the VC world, about other VCs, what would you want to change? 
I think uh, the two things. One, one. I think the reason, the the instru instrument of early stage investment, to me is, is so powerful because you are taking the highest amount of risk, um, and, and that instrument I think should be used for, uh, for building the world we want to build, versus whatever is exciting, right? So one thing I would love to kind of change is that people methodically kind of invest in uh, in in the world like the world which they want to build uh, because like if you are in the private equity business i think one can understand like cash flows and ebitda and you're doing all the things for like 3 year 4 year term but vcs as an instrument should be thinking long term right like and and, and so that's one thing I, I would love folks to kind of do um, and and then the second thing is i think uh, uh, is importance of of building uh, cultures which which have strong moral compass. Um, I think uh, we have seen in our business like uh, Gusto used to be called Zen Payroll, and uh, one of the competitors was the fastest growing company, but they stumbled because they had issues. Uh, and 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 Gusto has done an amazing job, and now they're the fastest growing company in that space, based upon very strong culture and values. So. Right. And you're, like we were talking before, you, you want to view and you are a, a, a traditional VC fund or, or, or sort of a VC fund with a similar structure of, of a fund led of, of 10 years, I assume. And, um, but you just invest in companies solving the largest problems because they're where you think it's going to be the, the biggest returns. What do you think of, of venture investing as the, as the vehicle um, for creating companies that have a large impact since... Or isn't there sort of a, a discrepancy or, or um, when you need to provide returns for your investors, um, does, can that, how do you make sure that doesn't un undermine the company's impact or the ability to solve their large problems? Right. So I think one of the things which we also did recently and which got covered a lot in U.S. media is we came up with a new term sheet. And, and in the term sheet, we embedded what are the most important values the entrepreneur um, wants to be embedded in the company. I think we as a fund, like you have to focus on, on things which, uh, uh, you know, as, as, as an entity. And so we are focusing on one single idea that the most valuable companies would be solving real big problems. Um, uh, but this remains a challenge that once, uh, and, and we believe that if early stages we get involved and values get embedded, then it's very hard to dismantle those values. Um, but it remains a challenge that once you go to public markets um, and, and short-termism is big there, uh, what happens? So that's the reason why we've invested in a, a stock exchange to kind of say, see, if, uh, can we build a new stock exchange? You know? Right. All right. Um, and just a couple sort of quick questions in the, in the end. What's a company you, you wish you would have backed as an investor? Could have been sort of something you passed on that you wouldn't have wanted to, or any company you wish you could have been involved in? Yeah, no, I think uh, um, it's, uh, um, we, we did not look at these companies, but I, I really like and admire uh, the, the management teams of uh, both Lyft and Airbnb. Uh, they have a very strong uh, positive culture, 
and the way they are building their companies uh, is is amazing. Uh, I, I really like uh, two other founders um, who are very world positive, like both Reed, Reed Hoffman and Reed Hastings. Um, they they build amazing they build amazing companies. So those are kind of people I would w would have loved to work with if the fund was available at that point. Yeah. Right. So Reid Hoffman at LinkedIn and and Reid Hoff uh, Hastings at at Netflix. Right. And what's what's a book you've you've gifted the most or recommended the most? You know, after working 12 years at Patagonia, the biggest gift uh, I had to give to everybody was Let My People Go Surfing, uh, which is a book which was written by the founder of Patagonia. And uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great, uh, great story and an inspiring story of uh, entrepreneurship. Great. So we're out of time this time. Um, if you want to read more about um, what, what Vishal and the whole Medium team is working, they have amazing content online. They have a blog called, is it worldpositive.com? Yeah, which I've been uh, spending hours reading. Uh, one of the things I never thought is a sort of cellular agriculture for seafood, which is really fascinating um, that somehow there were some guest, guest postings about it. So if you're interested in, in, in the topic, you should definitely take a look on that. So thank you so much. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the Slush Podcast. Find out more about Slush at slush.org. Please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't yet done so, subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>